0: Hey there, all you magnificent souls and seekers of serenity. It's your bass maestro, Horace Morris, radiating good vibes from the heart of the Merkle Treehouse on this serene Sunday, November 12, 2023. As we embark on another sonic journey, let's carry with us the affirmation that within each of you resides a reservoir of strength, wisdom, and boundless potential. You are not just listeners, you are architects of your destiny crafting a symphony of life uniquely yours. In this sanctuary of soundness, embrace the melody of self-love. Tap into the rhythm of your resilience and dance to the beat of your dreams. You are not alone on this journey. You're part of a groovy family here at the Merkle Treehouse. Now, without further ado, let's envelop ourselves in the harmonies of this moment and welcome the luminary, the guardian of soundness, That groovy chick who keeps the vibe alive, the incredible, the incomparable, Ms. Audrey Merkel.
1: Thank you, Horace. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We are glad you joined us. Let's start off this show on a positive note, shall we?
0: Bitcoin Bitcoin. On on the March.
1: BlackRock, the behemoth of asset management, expresses confidence in the approval of its application for a spot Bitcoin exchange-traded fund by January 2024, as reported by Fox Business correspondent Charles Gasparino. While this development is poised to inject substantial liquidity into the Bitcoin market, it's crucial to stay level-headed. The core mission stands unchanged. Acquire Bitcoin discreetly and master the art of self-custody. Keep those private keys close, my friends." Out of the box thinking by Bitcoin developer Robin Linus, the mind behind ZeroSync, bringing zero knowledge proofs to Bitcoin. In a recent white paper, he introduced BitVM, an innovation promising Turing complete smart contracts on Bitcoin without chain bloat, or the need for any forks. And just yesterday, he unveiled another gem of a white paper Bitstream, a decentralized file hosting system, incentivized with Bitcoin payments. Kudos to Robin Linus for his inventive spirit choosing to explore fresh avenues of privacy and utility within the current framework of the Bitcoin network rather than pushing for updates catering to personal pet projects. Innovation at its finest. Over to Satoshi, the robot assistant for the technicals.
2: The current Bitcoin hash rate is 496.81 exahashes. This is up from 244.88 exahashes one year ago. This is a massive increase of 102.9%. Bitcoin average difficulty is at a current level of 62.46, up from 36.76 a year ago. This is an increase of 69.91%. The difficulty retarget date is set for today and is estimated to increase by 2.9%. The public lightning network capacity is over 5,200 Bitcoin. The block height at time of recording is 816,391. There are currently 23,609 blocks until the next subsidy halving. This is projected to occur on April 20th, 2024. At this time, the Bitcoin network is stronger than an ox.
1: Thank you, Satoshi. Now let's shift our attention to a stalwart in the world of hard-nosed journalism, my good friend Morton Anger. Morton, how's the world treating you, my friend?
3: Audrey, I'll shoot straight with you. The pace I was keeping up as a reporter and on the campaign trail, well, it got the better of me. I might have bitten off more than I could chew. No shame in admitting that. To all you fantastic supporters out there, I owe you an apology for my mental hiccup. Vinny and I are cooking up a relaunch that'll knock your socks off. I'll be back on that campaign trail real soon, showing each and every one of you that I'm not just fit for the job. I'm 100% ready to claim the highest office in the land.
1: And what about you and I? Are we okay? These sorts of situations can be extremely awkward, you know.
3: Well, you see, I received a message from one of my supporters that said, Just remember Mort, one is too many, and a thousand are not enough. And then it hit me. I need a woman in my life like I need a hole in my head. Seriously, what was I thinking? Picture the drama, especially at this crucial point in my journey. No thanks. But hey, ladies, don't take it personally. I'm still in the game, still asking for your vote. Drama-free, of course.
1: Okay, well, you look energized. I'm glad to see it. What brings you by?
3: I want to talk directly to the folks about the murky waters of government surveillance and the looming threat of cryptocurrency confiscation. The IRS, not content with its fingers in your financial pie, is proposing an Orwellian level of crypto surveillance with expectations to scrutinize 8 billion new returns. Now, if history teaches us anything, it's that when the government starts watching, it doesn't just admire the view, It wants to rearrange the furniture. Let's rewind a bit. The Department of Justice is licking its chops at the prospect of seizing your hard-earned cryptocurrency, and they want to do it without bothering a judge. Administrative forfeiture, they call it. In plain English, they get to decide whether they like your crypto stash, no judge required. Efficient, they say. I say it's a shortcut around justice, but here's the kicker. The Department of Justice claims it's struggling, grasping at straws to seize cryptocurrency. Really? Between 2014 and 2022, the FBI gobbled up $427 million in crypto, and the IRS had its hands in the cookie jar to the tune of $3.8 billion between 2018 and 2021. That's no loose change. Now the IRS, with its broker proposal, is about to hand over a treasure trove of information to the DOJ, It's like giving the keys to your castle to a dragon with a penchant for confiscation. With the IRS collecting more info than your nosy neighbor, the DOJ might just find new playgrounds for confiscation. And get this, they don't need an actual crime, just a suspicion. In a world where even Congress can't get its facts straight, suspicion can be a dangerous thing. This IRS proposal isn't just about keeping tabs, it's about the potential misuse of power. Whether it's the DOJ on a confiscation spree, the IRS sharpening its audit tools or some rogue hacker eyeing a juicy target, our data is at risk. Folks, it's time for a bold move. Take all that you have, convert it into Bitcoin and get it off those exchanges. Learn the art of self-custody. And here's my pledge, do this for me. And when I ascend to the presidency, mark my words, I'll dismantle the IRS and the Department of Justice peace by bureaucratic peace. Vote for me, Morton Anger, the last bastion of reason in an increasingly unreasonable world.
1: Thank you, Morton. You want to stick around? We're sending it over to your protege, Sammy Nash.
3: Why not? It'll give me a chance to see his progress.
1: Sammy is standing by outside the Metropolitan Detention Center in Brooklyn. Sammy, what's the scoop?
4: Ladies and gentlemen, Sammy Nash here direct from the bustling and oh-so-charming locale outside the Metropolitan Detention Center in Brooklyn, the current home of Sam Bankman fried The scent of street vendor pretzels mingles with the unmistakable aroma of car exhaust, creating a fragrance that I like to call urban potpourri. The sounds of hurried footsteps, honking horns, and a distant street performer attempting to play Sweet Child of Mine on a ukulele add a touch of chaotic melody to the air. Now let's talk visuals. The MDC itself is a towering structure A bit like a fortress, but with less charm and more barbed wire. The windows, if you can call them that, peer out onto the streets like the eyes of a distant, indifferent giant. The concrete facade screams, Welcome to the clink, in a language that even a first-time offender could understand. As Sam Bankman Freed is locked away inside, it turns out FTX has decided to play a generous game of Let's Share Our Users' Secrets with the Feds. Because nothing says crypto revolution like handing over your cherished privacy to Uncle Sam, right? Oh, how the mighty have fallen. FTX, once hailed as the paragon of trust, now resembles a shipwreck with a crew of money-hungry pirates. And to add insult to injury, they've thrown the sacred privacy pledge out the window. You know, the one where they promised to guard your identity and assets like a dragon guarding its gold? Well, forget about it. FTX has traded it in for a snazzy orange jumpsuit and a federal snitch badge. Now, if you're one of those anarcho-libertarians who dreamed of a decentralized utopia free from government prying eyes tough luck. FTX is basically the Benedict Arnold of the crypto world, selling out the dream of anonymous exchange faster than you can say, shitcoin. Pour one out for crypto privacy, folks. It's now swimming with the fishes. Remember when Web3 was supposed to change the world? Yeah, about that. Now it's more like Web Not So Free, and the dream of unregulated glory has turned into a regulatory nightmare. Let this be a lesson to the crypto faithful. Before you hail someone as the next Steve Jobs of crypto with weird hair, Maybe check if they're not running a money-crazed pirate ship. And can we retire the whole crypto-boy king trope? Because as it turns out, behind the eccentric exterior was just another greedy liar playing fast and loose with billions in customer funds. Now, the reason I'm reporting from New York is that your boy Sammy scored the first post-conviction interview with the criminal wonder SBF. We will air it right here on the Merkle Treehouse next Sunday. So if any of our listeners want me to ask SBF anything in particular, let us know through Noster... Or send an email to Merkel Treehouse at proton.me. Sammy on Sam. Next Sunday, folks, mark your calendars. This is Sammy Nash signing off and reminding you that Bitcoin is not crypto, so keep
3: stacking that sweet, sweet corn. Privately, of course.
1: Thank you, Sammy.
3: That's a good job, Sammy. Congratulations on getting the exclusive interview.
1: And now, joining Morton and I is Lieutenant Colonel Nathaniel P. Steele of the U.S. Space Force with a special announcement. Lieutenant Colonel, what's on your mind?
5: Hello Audrey. Before I get into my announcement, I have to take issue with Morton's earlier screed about the IRS. Mr. Anger, your attacks on a revered institution cannot go unanswered. Without the IRS the government couldn't function. For instance, I just built a $4 trillion orbiting penal satellite. You think orbiting penal satellites grow on trees? No. They need money, so we must ensure that every citizen is paying the taxes they owe. And who cares if the government is confiscating crypto from a bunch of shitcoiners who leave their money on an exchange? All the smart
3: Bitcoiners practice self-custody. Lieutenant Colonel, it's a matter of privacy. The government doesn't need to know about everything you own. That's why people are flocking to Bitcoin. The more the government oversteps, the more cash flows into Bitcoin. Keep your financial matters private. Keep them in Bitcoin. It's the people's currency. And it's time to show the government that we value our privacy more than their prying eyes but we need that money, Mr.
5: Anger, and we're going to get it. Anyway, citizens of Earth, this is Lieutenant Colonel Nathaniel P. Steele from the U.S. Space Force. I have an important announcement. We are gearing up for a momentous event that will shape the future of our defenses against the galaxy's most notorious criminals. On Sunday, November 26th, we will be holding a dedication ceremony for our cutting-edge orbiting penal satellite. This state-of-the-art facility will play a crucial role in maintaining intergalactic justice, and will be the future home of Sam Bankman fried I invite you all to join us on the Merkel Treehouse as we unveil the satellite, showcase its advanced features, and demonstrate our commitment to safeguarding Earth. This dedication is a testament to the relentless pursuit of justice and the unwavering dedication of the U.S. Space Force. Don't miss this historic event. Tune in on Sunday, November 26th, and witness the future of planetary security. Lieutenant Colonel Nathaniel P. Steele, signing off.
1: Thank you, Lieutenant Colonel. Ladies and gentlemen, buckle up for an exciting lineup in the coming weeks. On November 15th, we dive into Chapter 10 of Pinto Pete's Block Size War. Then, don't miss Sammy Nash's exclusive interview with SBF on November 19th. On November 22nd, we continue the Block Size War saga with Chapter 11. And finally, on November 26th, Lieutenant Colonel Steele unveils the orbiting penal satellite. It's shaping up to be an explosive few weeks here at the Merkel Treehouse. And now, a final thought if I may. When it comes to, uh, nah, I got nothing. Just enjoy your Sunday. That is all. As we wrap up episode 75 of the Merkle Treehouse, we hope it left you intrigued and entertained. If you're new here, feel free to delve into our archives, and remember, join us every Wednesday and Sunday for the absolute best in Bitcoin mindshare. In the meantime, keep your money hard, your heart soft, and have a little fun sometimes. Until next time… Send us all home, fellas.
3: Hello, folks. Pappy McGillicuddy here, the coach that knows more about the world of sport than you can shake a stick at. We're a club, and every club needs its fanatics. Let's give it the old one-two and get the buzz rolling so more folks can join our squad. Hit that share button, pass the word along like a double-play ballet. Onward and upward, you mighty, mighty juggernaut.